this episode brought to you by nothing station station hey everybody we are watching bill and ted's bogus journey and you are listening to miscast commentary you're listening to miscast commentary Two guys have seen way too many movies and have way too much time on their hands. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Now here's your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Hey everybody, welcome to Miscast Commentary. I am Joe Finley. I'm Todd Tebow, the Sailor Murray. And we bring you the second sequel in a row. Is this going to become the Summer of Sequels? Is that a it thing we It always is. Oh, Summer of Sequels for us. I think we might do it. Are we just going to skip ahead? This is like ahead? our Fast 9. Yeah. Are we just going to skip ahead to John Wick 2, even though we lost our John Wick 1 episode? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you trust the us. It was great. Tapes. We'll come up with the lost tapes. Well, the problem is it's lost. So that it'll well, be a exactly. podcast. Follow our podcast, the lost tapes. It doesn't exist. Yeah. There's nothing there because they're lost. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but we've got advertisers. <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> this brought to you by MailChimp, but uh, <laughs> a real company. Yeah. It <laughs> is a real company. So, I mean, whatever. But Liar. No, no, no. All right. But yeah, we were talking about this one for a while. This is another real fun, crazy version of the sequel of another thing. I am so regretting bringing your face back to this podcast. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to get into this movie. Let's get it done now. And there's only one thing to do now as we sit remotely from each other, missing each other greatly, reaching out for each other sexually. We gotta press play now. It did happen. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Reaching MGM out, touching me. MGM, an Amazon company. Oh yes, it is. Maybe this will come on Amazon Prime because they need everything they can get because it fucking sucks. <laughs> I feel like this is on Amazon Prime. I don't know. Every now and again, like you'll look something up and you'll find it, but then you'll see it's on multiple things. It's like, how oh is this God, on? So this is um, uh, Joss Ackland playing Denomalos. He's in a lot of stuff. He was the bad guy in Lethal Weapon 2. Yes. Uh, he was in Hunt for Red October. He was the old, like, um, what, like, groundskeeper, not groundskeeper, um, but he worked at, like, the old ice rink in the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> and... Um, what else did he do? I got to hear. Uh, he was in Milk as well, but he's in one of my favorite canon films of all time, The Apple. Oh, my Genius God. Genius film. And he's basically the exact same character in that as well, except that movie takes place in 1984. Oh, but, he does not like their music. But he was very open about hating, hating, hating this uh doing this movie he took it like he said he did it because he lost a bet that bill and ted graphic the bogus journey graphic looked like the the cartoon show that they did why did he not like doing this 
I don't know. I just like it was something I think he just thought the script was stupid right off the bat. I think, again, there's a certain level of actor who just takes shit way too seriously. And then they see the weird costumes and the like the the teenagers acting the way that they're acting. He's like, oh, this isn't serious cinema. And get over yourselves like these outfits. Make I you do fucking not die, remember. Though. I don't remember this movie like at all. Like it's been so long since I've seen this one. I remember the main like the main meat of the film. I remember, uh, you know, the evil robot uses and live and all of that stuff and going to hell and all of that. But yeah, it's like when I saw this again, I was like, what the hell? I like, uh, we just watched like, uh, a, I mean, a movie that took place in the future and their clothes and look at these clothes. Like what yeah. the fuck? Like I, uh, this is, I, I always hate when they go boots. Yeah, I hate when they go this far out. Like even uh, what was Demolition Man? I'm like, come on, guys. Like, let's pretend clothes are still going to exist. <laughs> yeah, they're wearing something. Yeah, but no, but it's like the idea that like what are uh, again, like all clothes usually serve a purpose of some kind, part fashion, but part function. You know what I mean? Is like this stuff. I'm like, uh, unless we find out about like some kind of weird animal that only like attacks you from the shins down, those boots make no sense. And your Sir James Martin of Faith No More. I know. So good. That was originally supposed to be Sir Thomas Petty, but he wasn't able to do the movie. Who? That was, it was Sir Thomas Petty. Tom Petty was supposed to. Oh, Tom Petty. Be, was supposed to do it, but he wasn't able to. But so. Station. So, so this is where they just start. Savage, the things are off, but whatever. I know they, they are off. I was trying my best to get them like lined up, but it was too hard. Oh my God. Look at it. Another Luna Vachon for our uh, yep. group. Uh, so original, the original title of the film was Bill and Ted Go to Hell. But they, A, they were concerned about the average American, well, like, you know, American audience being what they do, going, hell, no, blah, blah, blah. But they were also, there was just the argument of, they don't spend very much time in hell in this movie. So they they decided to just change right. the title. Um, oh, snap. Mm-hmm. Stephen oh Herrick, who those guns are like those look like they're from Doom. Oh my god, these guys are straight out of yeah. It's like Doom mixed with those bat. Oh my god, everybody's got big old boots yeah. on. Yeah, it's there's something attacking the attacking feet down there. I don't know what to tell you. Oh my god, but I do. It what looks like a tie fighter. But uh, um, ripping her open. Yeah. Stephen Herrick, uh, who directed the first one, he declined to do this one because he basically his quote was it was almost a parody of a movie that was already a parody. So he just thought it was kind of dumb and just uh, decided to move on. It was if George Carlin's in. Why wouldn't you be in? It, that's what I'm thinking. But um, it was directed by Peter heart. Hewitt. Uh, Peter Hewitt, he directed Tom and Huck, The Borrowers, which we talked about in the last episode. Um, Garfield and Zoom. So he did all of that stuff. Uh, and the writers, Chris Matheson, uh, who co-wrote it, wrote a goofy movie. And then Ed Solomon, who had written, all, he was a writer on all these movies, obviously. Um, but he also wrote uh, episodes of Laverne and Shirley. It's Gary Shanley's show. He wrote Super Mario Brothers. He wrote Men in Black. Oh, my God. He wrote Charlie's Angels. And he wrote the Now You See Me movies. Well, that first Now You See Me was pretty good. I didn't see the, the sequel. The sequel was uh, like it bummed me out because there were cool people like Daniel Radcliffe was added to it. And like there were cool people. Morgan Freeman was in it. Yeah. But like 
<laughs> How's it going, dudes? There they are. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh man. I, I like that effect. Like it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's so killer, eh? It, it's corny, but it's fun. No, it works. Yeah. See, they're all androgynous to the people. Yes. That Bill and Ted new man. See, everybody should be pr- dressed like Prince. That's what the future is. Everybody's dressed <laughs> like Prince. <laughs> I thought the faces looked really good, actually. The fake I was, faces. I was not. Well, I was not mad at that at all. <laughs> I like that they're they gonna get rid of all this like so fast, right? Like there's robots, them yeah. we're taking over, we're going. Like there's only like a, a an hour and twenty nine minutes to get this whole fucking thing over and done with. This, yeah, this is not a two hour movie. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to pump a lot out before you actually see the real main <laughs> characters of the movie. <laughs> they're just like them too, right? Yeah. They were programmed as such. <laughs> so this, um, what's interesting, this school is actually, or at least the uh, exterior of the school, it wasn't a school. It was the Titus, or sorry, the Tillman Water Reclamation Plant in Van Nuys, California. And I, I guess that was, uh, it just has that look to it. Uh, it. It looks like future school because it was also in uh, Starfleet Academy and Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh my God. And it was also in Star Trek Voyager uh, it, as like another futuristic building. This place is the future. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, he's going to have to riff his guitar out here to. Yeah. Oh, Todd just died. Uh oh. No. Oh, this is what he does. Boom. And he rides. He's <laughs> like, I'm out of here, baby. He's always that- had this contingency plan just in case. That outfit that he has looks very much like the outfit of like a guy who was given a really bad wrestling gimmick. <laughs> like the shock master. Yeah. Well, I was even thinking like, remember Farouk's original? Like yeah. when he, was, he was like the gladiator or something. And it was like this blue, like padded, whatever. This, this, is one, choir. this is one thing I love is that they never got good. <laughs> But I do hate the the cop out of the third movie because like this whole time they're saying Bill and Ted, you are what changed the world. And it's like people yes. know them and they they have a statue to them. That was Bill and Ted University to which they have statues in front of them. People recognize their faces when the robots came out. Uh, there's our uh, maybe maybe it's still technically like is them because it's their lineage. It's like of their blood. Like, I understand what you're saying because I agree with you, but I'm just trying to play devil's advocate. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm I'm with you. But you would just yeah, think that I'm then fine. they would get you would think that the girls would have gotten the credit from the beginning. And I also thought at the end there was going to be like a really good musical performance, which it was kind of like a montage kind of. Uh... And it was a kiss song. <laughs> was it? Oh, in this one, there is a kiss. It's a kiss. Song. Oh, oh, um, why am I forgetting her name? Jackie Brown is in front of our faces right now. At least her leg is. Oh my God, it is. Why it's, am I? Why? Uh, don't say it. Don't tell I'll get away. It's well, uh, I can't Pamela say Greer. Pamela Greer. Pam Greer. Thank you very Pamela much. Pamela Greer. She was actually really brilliant. She was in that Bless This Mess, the uh, show starring um, uh, Dax Shepard and Lake Bell. And right. they were, it was a funny show. Ed Begley was in it, but she was in it. She played like the cop. 
in the thing. And everybody was really funny in that show. And then it got canceled and I was bummed. Because usually <laughs> when I like something, it gets canceled. Which is she just says here, he's like, he's like, they loved us. And she's like, they turned on the song La Bamba during your guitar solo. Yeah. <laughs> San Dimas. San Dimas. It's is one that, of those places. Is that a real spot or what? San Dimas is apparently a real place, but it f- sounds like the fakest place. Are those the real, the same princesses? No, they're not the same princesses from the first one. They were replaced for this movie and then replaced for the next movie as well. No shit. Yeah. I don't really understand. I never understand why they do that sort of a thing. Well, maybe they couldn't get them or whatever, right? Well, I've now I've I've spoken to the one who was the brunette from the first one. And she was pretty put off that she wasn't involved in the future movies. Oh, really? Yeah. When did you talk to her? I was on, on Dueling Decades. She was the judge. No shit. That was a while ago, but... Yeah, yeah why was, not have the same girl in it if, if they want to be yeah. in it? Yeah, I mean, there are, there's always circumstances, but that she insinuated that she blamed Keanu, saying that he didn't want them there. Oh, really? But I, but I really don't know. That's the dude from... Uh, I, I didn't... Insin- wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She insinuated it was Keanu. Yeah. Mr. Nice Guy. Yeah. Huh? Fucking asshole. <laughs> anyway, he what? was in um what was it? Major League, right? The general there? Oh my god, that guy's in like everything. Yeah. Yes, he was in Major League. Yeah, he, was he was the, the old he was always greasing up his arm as yeah, the old pitcher, yeah. <laughs> now, here's something they never um address. How did the princesses acclimate to life? Like how like how did they get money or how do they have it like did they get jobs is that that's literally impossible because they don't have like social security numbers or anything like that like how did they they may do buddy like where do they live do they live with Bill and they Ted? live there with do... Bill and Ted do you know how easy it is to get a sin number in the goddamn states yeah well it'd be impossible sin numbers aren't even a thing <laughs> exactly <laughs> it was a trick question. I love I love Pepsi, this twist. Another Pepsi shot. Yeah, I love that twist. I can't believe that Missy divorced your dad and married mine. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so depressed. <laughs> oh, lots of Pepsi's featured in this movie too. That's I gonna love be... the fact that like he's eating like a Twinkie and hasn't shaved in two days, so he looks yeah. like a mess. You know, I was doing some research for something a while ago. Um, the other week there and we I came across it was about the guy who killed Harvey Milk right he he only got sentenced to seven years in prison because he um and he killed Harvey Milk and the mayor of San Francisco and he only got seven years because the um the defense uh, counsel said that he was depressed and that's why he did it and the proof that he was depressed was because he was eating like junk food and stuff like that. And it became what was known in like the legal world as the Twinkie defense. Oh, my God. They're just super bad. And then what was worse was after he got out of jail, he was speaking to somebody who's like a police inspector or something like that. And he admitted to that guy that not like he's like, no, they were totally like I didn't snap or anything. It's like the murders were totally premeditated. I had actually planned on killing two more people, but I could get to them. 
They only put him in jail for seven years because he killed a gay man and a gay man sympathizer. That's fucking yeah. why. Yeah. If he would have shot yeah. a bunch of fucking like, you know, but it's San Francisco white people, he would have been in jail forever. Oh, yeah, that is true. Yeah. There was San Francisco, right? Like it's. Yeah, that's no. funny. Like, not, just not to say that they weren't discriminated, discriminated against there, but you would think if anywhere you would have the closest thing to a fair shot, it would have been there. Yeah, well, no, time. but I mean, like you're you're going to sit on a tower and shoot a bunch of like if it's premeditated, yeah. he went to a yeah. gay rally. Yeah, no, this shot Harvey Milk and then yeah. shot. Well, he actually did it. It was like in City Hall. He snuck into City Hall and shot them. Is how it OK, like, well, whatever. So yeah. it's totally hate crime. Totally oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. crime. Like, come on. Totally. It was, it's a crazy, like, it's really a crazy story. And I've seen Milk, but it's like, it, when I read about it, it resonated so much more to me when I was reading about it because it was like he had resigned in protest of Harvey Milk being like named one of the like, uh, board members of san francisco or whatever but then realized that the mayor who was like you know more progressive was going to you know replace him with somebody more progressive and he didn't want that so he tried to get his job back and then everybody fought him so he couldn't get his job back you'll actually see look out cat there's a shot where you'll actually see another burn mark where like the other uh phone booth landed the original time yeah, you oh, can see like, it off to the left there. Yo, I love the the Circle K because they're everywhere now. Yes. They have Circle broken K. over the border, and that store is everywhere. Yeah. There's one yeah. right up the street, man. And I used to tell everybody, I was like, man, that's where Bill and Ted hang out. And they're like, who the yeah. fuck is that? I'm like, oh, you fucking kids. Yeah. That's all I want to do was, is stand outside and just say something's amiss at the Circle K. Or... <laughs> yo, I just read... Uh, it happened in like Texas or something. It's a true story. Yeah. Um, I just read it on TMZ. This lady uh, went outside on her front yard uh-huh. and saw the neighbor's puppy mm. run over onto yeah. her yard. Yeah. She runs inside, grabs her handgun, comes yeah. outside and starts wildly shooting at the dog. Because mm-hmm. she's like, oh my god, this dog is going to attack my child. A puppy. A puppy dog. Yeah. It would have the attacked bullet ricochets, The bullet, yeah, the bullet ricochets off the ground and hits her child in the stomach. Ugh. She then, you know what she was charged with? The only what? thing it was just, like, discharging a firearm. That is it. No endangering because a on your Because in the States, I don't know the exact rules or whatever, but in the States, you can literally just shoot whatever. If something comes onto you, if that dog yeah. Oh, she was, and the only reason she was charged with that was because there was two houses across the street that could have been hit with a stray bullet. Yeah. If this was on her property and the dog, she could have blown the dog's head off and they do nothing. That's that. It's that whole stand your ground law, right? It was like the same thing that happened in Florida with um, uh, Zimmerman there, George Zimmerman or whatever, killed that, killed that the kid in the hoodie because he was like, oh, and he was, I was intimidated, the- so I murdered him. Yeah, so the, and then it's like the the the, dog, the the guy that owned the dog also got a fine for like his dog. Like he got a worse fine than the lady that shot her own kid trying to yeah. kill an innocent puppy. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, why is your dog running around in somebody's yard and blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, my God, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like, yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't. I like I'm not I'm not going to. Uh, like humor this right now, just close the door. Yeah, I was like, holy, we're going to the desert to be alone. It's over. Goodbye. Yeah. 
I live in the woods now. Uh, what else do we got here? Uh, so apparently uh, Keanu Reeves, at some point during the production of this movie, he collapsed in his trailer and was found like just like out cold. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and the, uh, so they discovered him and they took him to the hospital and he had like an infection in his arm. Right. Oh, that fell flat. No, that was that was the end of the story. It was just he got. Oh, carried. I thought it was going to be like they needed to go to the hospital and they found the flesh eating disease and blah blah. blah. No. no, no, he just got carried out. He got <laughs> carried like, well, to the hospital. Flat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was more story coming. I thought there was more. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they're watching Star Trek right now, um, which will will come in end handy up later. on that cliff too. Yes, that's actually what I was going to give it. I was going to hold off until it actually got there. But you actually oh, watch wow. them climb that exact that exact point of that mountain. Right. When they're, when they're with death. Or no, when they're with the evil robot. Oh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I like that. The, the uh, how do they know exactly what clothes they were going to have? Oh, they know. Like, that seems like there was a scouting thing that. uh like you know that's going on behind the scenes like there's always been somebody there watching them so they can tell them i think it would also be okay if they weren't wearing the same clothes like it's still them they were in right. their apartment and like they were well, in their no, place but they made them so well because you look they even act like them they're just evil so they would pick yeah. out the same clothes oh yeah just just, just by instinct okay right, I'm on board exactly i'm on board with that so uh, the main bad guy there, uh, Denomalos, uh, he's named for that because that's literally just Ed Solomon backwards. It's whose so, name? Ed Solomon, the writer. Right. So instead of Ed, duh, and instead of Solomon, Namalos. Namalos. Which really sounds, it sounds like a video game thing with Noob Saibot. Noob Cybot. Remember that was like the. Uh, it sounds like a Mortal Kombat character. Literally was a Mortal Kombat character. Oh my god! Remember that was, and he was named for the guy who created, or one of the guys who created the game, Tobias Boone. Noob Cybot knew that. Was he the robot guy? No, that was like Cyrax. Yeah, yeah. No, Noob Cybot was like just another, like you know, uh, Scorpion Sub Zero Smoke. Right, Smoke Reptile. Yeah. We're all the same. It was like the Power Rangers of ninjas. What does it say in the back there? It's like somebody's birthday or something. Probably. You could see that Pepsi like so clearly. (laughs) Oh, man. I wonder how much they give to movies to have it. Like to me, how much money do you got to pay to a movie to make it worthwhile to put a product placement in? I can't imagine. I I don't think it's in the millions, but I wouldn't be shocked if it was in the hundred thousands. And that'll get it in there. Yeah, like that prominently, yeah. No shit, eh? Like, I, I don't have any real numbers on that, but that's got to be right. <laughs> Aww, they're so mean. It would have been interesting. If, that's another thing, because you never actually got to see the uh, the good robot us's in part three. I'm surprised that they didn't, like, you find out that they were, like, their house cleaners or something like that. Instead yeah, because like there was there was no station in three. Like yeah. fuck, man, station could have played the keyboard or something. Mm-hmm. 
Or even if it was like just it a small when appearance, they, just to like when they well no, but like when they got the band together, instead of it being their kids, they should have realized that hey, we need to get more of our friends. So they go get station and station, you know, rocks and then this and then that. That's how they rock, you know. Yeah, that because they had the wrong band. <clears throat> but it's still them. Yeah, I always like they always stand opposite each other. Like, it's like Bill and Ted have an agreement that, like, Bill is always on the right and Ted is always on the left. Don't two of them kind of get along? What do you mean? Like, like, uh, like, Keanu and Keanu don't like each other and then the other two kind of do? Or no? I don't think, I I don't think we even have time for that to occur because, like, they're about to get killed. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) they just can't resist the uh the guitar i'm lying on something here it's a knife (laughs) now now i'm really lying on it so the (laughs) so the movie uh cost 20 million to make it made 38 million domestically i don't have the worldwide numbers um not as big a hit as our last one but still whatever it debuted number two behind terminator 2 which was just like tearing up the box office for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks of course it Um, was come on then boys in the hood robin hood prince of thieves point break so two keanu's so technically keanu is in a movie three times during this week because he's here what was the other one what uh point break Oh, point break. Yeah. You know, when you said two hoods, Boys in the Hood and Robin Hood. It oh, was no, a no, hood no. Week. That's true. There's a hood week going on, too. There's a lot of doubles. Um, what else? Naked Gun, two and a half. City Slickers and uh, Dutch had just come out that week. Dutch. Uh, yeah. It went down to number. We gotta look at this Blaze movie. I'm sorry. Like, what the fuck is this Blaze movie? We'll we'll look we'll look it up later. Um, it went down to number three oh. in week two when the movie Mobsters came out, but it beat V.I. Warshawski, Life Stinks, and Another You. <laughs> what a, a four-pack of movies you just said. Holy great. I know, hey? And then it went down to number 10 in week three when Hot Shots and Doc Hollywood and Body Parts all came out, but it beat uh, another newcomer, which was Return to the Blue Lagoon with Mila Jovovich. Oh, my God. They just, Oh, yeah. That was a good one. Station. I like that they even say stuff. Like they just said the they just called them fags. See, I this is and they did that in the in the other one too. I'm just like there's no escape from like in like almost any eighties movie, you're like, oh man, innocent times, innocent times, and you're like, oh, they're just kind of hate criming on each other right now. <laughs> they like they called each other that. Like when they hugged in the when when one re, when Ted realized that Bill wasn't dead or the other way around, Bill realized Ted wasn't oh, dead. Oh, in the suit, him. right when he was yeah. in the suit. Yeah, the armor suit. So they didn't do any color change here. This is literally just all makeup and clothing. They just grayscaled everything, but you can kind of tell. Oh yeah, you can totally. See the inside, you can see the inside of their mouths, and you'll also notice his jeans are blue in a minute, but. I feel like oh, it would have fuck. been easier for them to just color correct it. Nah, nah, come on. Oh, no, because they would have had to green screen. Because those could have just been stand-ins. I get it. Oh, there he is. Death. <laughs> William? William it Sadler. took a lot longer for them to die than I thought it was going to be. 
I th- I was gonna say it was shorter actually, but I love <laughs> William Sadler so much. He's so <laughs> good. Me, in me this too. Role. He's so killer. But I like him in everything. Like when he was like in Demon Knight and all those other things. Um, and Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank, he was good. And then the one role I always bring up uh, with him is in Kinsey when he plays the like the uh, child molester who like masturbates in front of them. Oh yeah, that's right. What a role! What a diverse yeah. actor. Yeah, he's he was also in uh, the high. Most recently, he was in the Highwaymen. Uh, he was in the black episodes of the blacklist and Hawaii five O. Uh, he was in a bunch of episodes of our cartoon president and he was the MCU president in both, um, agents of shield and iron man three. Oh yeah. He's doing good. Eh? I love him. It's just I like, he, he's very, very good. He just do whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> How's it hanging death? I love that so much. <laughs> He's just staring off, off to it's nothing. way off, right? But whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, my system plays out the uh, captions, but I can adjust the uh, the sync, and it was out of sync, and I was trying to fix it, but we couldn't fix it. I've never heard of a wedgie as a Melvin, except as for this a Melvin. He, it's he that Oh, we're not there yet. That's why. Yeah. No, but like, later, Melvin like, death. Yeah. <laughs> just walking down death road. <laughs> so here's a question for mm-hmm. you. Okay, I might have been answered. Do you believe in heaven and or hell? I don't. I I yeah, there's really not much more to it. I just don't. Exactly. It's either yes or no. You don't have to get <laughs> into why or whatever. Yeah. It's well, I w- I was trying to think of a why, but the, I think the reason that there isn't a why is why I don't believe I was like, I was like, if, if there's no logical reason that there would be one, that it feels more logically logical to me that it was made up. Right. Right. So, Oh, oh is he banging his old lady? Oh no. <laughs> well, they were just doing some on top of the clothes stuff. Now they just mentioned the Melvin death. What if they were just totally into into that thing. I like oh, it. We, I yeah, like your rough like new persona. <laughs> no, I was I was talking dead dead Bill and Ted. It's just like they like to watch. He's like, oh man, we're getting cuckolded by ourselves. No way. And the ladies the ladies also love it. Yeah, of course. And they're like the way you guys were yesterday were just a bunch of dorks. We are now so manly. I always hate that. It's always so like what's happened? You must you like your attitude has changed. I like that they have to continue to ruin Bill and Ted's lives despite the fact that they've already murdered them. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good point, actually, right? Oh my god, look at that. It's like, (laughs) oh, we just ruined their relationship. I feel like the murder (laughs) ruined their relationship. Oh, they opened the ruffles upside down. I'm not a fan. I know, they're fucked. That's how you know it's not really them. They've got so many good snacks, though. I mean, before they were eating Lay's, now they're eating ruffles, the bad ones. Yeah. I'm on a uh, I'm on a uh, weight loss kick right now, so I'm like avoiding said snacks. So this is I, I'm I'm finding this very uh, trigger um, really yeah, trigger. I, I'm trigger happy. I am pretty triggered. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you're you're doing a podcast with your sponsors. So yeah, this episode uh, Joe, brought to you, you by the what? Pepsi. I'm not gonna drink. 
<laughs> I just, I brought, for people who don't know, I went and got myself a drink. I drink maximum one a day, but I've been skipping most days. I just did it because we were going to be doing this. And then Todd asked me to bring him one. So I brought him one like my homie. Oh my Try. God, it's the dude from Total Recall. And uh, arachnophobia. Yes, also arachnophobia. But to me, he's always Total Recall. You will be lobotomized. I've been very, very good with not eating garbage, but I will tell you, it's been a while, like a, a little while since I had pop, so I probably had about a liter today. Yeah. No, I've but been I don't really... I really eat any crap or anything. If I get hungry, I'll just eat something that's food. Like, I don't eat. Yeah. <laughs> this is so wicked. <laughs> and I've been good about that lately. That has been uh, my thing. I have, I, I have a goal to lose like, <laughs> most of the weight within a year. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm back yeah. on the kick too. Yeah. <laughs> I love this guy playing like Ted possessing I know. him, right? <laughs> I totally possess my... <laughs> the old school guitar. Little red jeans. I don't know. I don't know what he's saying until about the next scene. So yeah, I know he's just—he's basically just telling the cops to go to arrest the evil robot usses. <laughs> oh, bro! I guess he can still see him. Yes, uh, even if he possesses. But again, That's this a- is. I- like what is it with sequels in the eighties though? That like the second sequel is always so much cornier than the original, like ghostbusters two to ghostbusters gremlins two to gremlins. This like, like basically back to the oh, future. Gremlins two is the one to gremlins two is like night and day. Yeah. Right. And, but like, I like, well, gremlins one was almost a horror movie and gremlins two was almost a cartoon. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. I love Grumman's too. I love, and again, it's not that I don't love them. It's just that it's such, like you would you would think that they wouldn't want to make such a gigantic like conceptual leap. Like you would think it's like, oh, okay, here's the things that the people liked about this movie. We're just gonna tell a new story with that, and they're like, the one, no, we're gonna change everything. The one that bothers me the most is like Ninja Turtles one to Ninja Turtles two. That was a huge horror. Like, movie. oh my god! Well, I had heard that a bunch of people complained about it, it was dark, you know, and I mean, yeah. it wasn't really that dark. Like, it, it was. I mean, yeah, it it really wasn't. But then, what was even crazier to me was that the Ninja Turtles two, and you don't even think about it. Ninja Turtles two has no use of weapons. Oh, it's like nothing. It's like so dorky and dumb. It's like, come on. Yeah. Their weapons are always on their backs and they just bump foot soldiers with their shells. So here's the writers, uh, Ed Solomon and um, I've already forgotten his name. Chris Matheson are both the two guys in this scene here. So so Missy is doing like a seance or something like. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She gets a chance to be pretty good in this one. She's pretty, pretty lady. Yeah. Well, I, I love had me that. Thinking, actually, I love hair, whatever the year it is here. What year is this? 92 or something? 91? 91, I think. Yeah, because you said Terminator 2 is out, right? It's going to be 91. Yeah, yeah it's 91. <laughs> but the guy on the right, which I believe is Chris Matheson, him, I feel like that he should be played by Tim Heidecker. Oh, my God. He totally, or no, the guy from... Uh, the one dude from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Not Charlie Day, not Rob McCallany, no, the other guy. I, I know who yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, he'd work. I like that looking down her shirt. Yeah, of That's course. That's your mom, dude. That's your fucking mom, dude. I know. Well, it's both their moms now, right? No, no. Well, it was once ex mom, yes. now mom. Nah, still a thing. She must as well just be <laughs> with both dads. Like, what's the difference now, right? Like, why can't we just share her? That would have been an actually like, she really funny. Me, now she's with you. Like, what's the friggin' difference? That would have been a really funny twist in three is if they had a pull like a uh, like a polyamory thing going on because yeah. she's so she's so new age. The only thing that I would have liked, though, they should have de-aged her. So she looked exactly the same. Oh, in part three, in part three, like she didn't age a day, but you got these two. Old <laughs> That'd men be hilarious. New age but, dude. Yeah, I would have spent some money on that. This is like straight out of Beetlejuice. Or like, yeah, like like Beetlejuice poltergeist. <laughs> it's your, oh, they just said it. It's your mom, dude. <laughs> the writers are acting. Oh, their faces here they go. <laughs> oh, have they been banished to hell? Yeah. I like love purgatory. this. I guess, yeah, yeah eventually to... at some point you just be like, okay, are we going to hit the bottom here or what? Like, yeah. yeah, you get sick of it. I've done this on roller coasters. You have a, you have a bunch <laughs> of things in a row. You're like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happened to Loki in, um, at the beginning of, uh, Thor, uh, Ragnarok. Holy Christ. Have you seen what the Hemsworth looks like now? Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Well, he had, he got all even swole. more wrecked. He's well, like, cause he's also did, um, the Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan biopic. So, which I mean, you didn't have to get that muscular for that. He and wasn't I love, defined. I know. And I love like, it's like totally like now when you hear the rock, it's like, he's like to be black Adam, I've got to be even more ripped. And it's like, no, you don't like yeah, it's no. totally, you're already like, way over ripped we are covered yeah and he's just like no i gotta get even crazier <laughs> you know instead of you know what's funny too it's like instead of talking about your acting ability it's like your workout routine like way to go rock <laughs> what an actor I know, right that's something to get into character i had to pump twice as much iron i'll grow good for you buddy woo yeah <laughs> helps him focus there he is. Nice. Is, is that the gatekeeper? Or is that the man himself? That's that's the, yeah. <laughs> you think that's Beazelbub? Bezel, yeah, no, he just said. Dudes? He's like, who do you think it is, dude? Sign of the Devil. <laughs> <laughs> I like this because this has has kind of a vibe. You remember the movie What Dreams May Come? Yes. It kind of reminds me of like their version of hell. Like if it was just like shot a little bit better, it would have been that. Right. That was a, that was a cool visual style movie. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that would have been a good book. What, Bogus Journey? Yes. Book of the novelization of Bogus, Bogus <laughs> Journey. Is no, the What Dreams May Come. It may have been a book. I don't know. I didn't really look so what, it up. This thing sucks the thing in and then crushes the boulder and then what? Like... Uh, then they got crushed boulders, I guess. And like nobody's ever tried to jump yeah. up to the thing. Satan's like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's a very slow process for crushing boulders. You have all these like hell slaves. I would just use them. 
<laughs> well, but, he just uh, got all this new technology. He can fire yeah. them all now. He's, yeah. Automation's taking all the jobs in hell, man. You know what? He's probably like me. Where he's got his wife going like, what did you buy this stupid thing for? And now he's like, look, it, it does stuff. So I always buy gear and she's like, what is that for? I'm like, no, I use it all the time. Don't worry about it. It's, I use it it's making all my life, the time. It's making my life a lot easier. But I'm, I'm not lying. It's just that she wouldn't get that because it's just more. <laughs> Although I've been getting free stuff lately because I've been reviewing stuff for uh, CGMonline.com. So I got a couple of gadgets here. Couple new gadgets, eh? Yeah, I got a new microphone that I'm, I'm still gonna in the midst of testing. I'm going to steal your new gadgets with my new Glock. <clears throat> oh, no. Don't rob me. Oh, here you, you go. You know what? I'm just as afraid of being shot by one of those things, so. Oh, my God. We we were uh, on the island, and a lady that I know's kids had a BB gun. Yeah. And uh, so me and the old cadet, they always have cadets, right? This this guy was a particular year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I made him a deal. I don't yeah. know what it was, but it was like, I will get shot in the hand at close range with this thing, but then you have to as well. And he's like, okay. Yeah. And man, holy shit, did it ever hurt? Yeah. The BB hit me in the hand and I was like, oh my God. And I was just fighting so hard to not show that it hurt. Yeah. And I did a pretty good job. And then when he got shot in the hand, he totally started crying. Oh my God, we <laughs> laughed at him. Oh my God. Uh. <laughs> It hurts. Oh, it hurt hurts. like son of a bitch. It hurt like a son the, of a bitch, but I didn't cry like a little yeah. bitch. Yeah, but you would have if you went second. You didn't have to oh, hold fuck it yeah. in. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, exactly. Oh, my God, yeah. This has, like, severe Tim Burton vibes, this Oh, yeah, scenery. like the wonky furniture and, like, the... Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, the everything about it. Like, even the camera shots and stuff like that have... You can see kind of where the uh, where the uh, matte painting starts. Like yes, you can see, it's totally. like five five lights back is where yeah. the matte painting begins. You can totally see it. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. They did all right. Where's Tim Burton? Been? He's got nothing. He's remade everything. Now there's nothing to be remade. Yeah. He's got a no. He is or what? No, he is doing <laughs> something. What the hell is he doing? I gotta look him up. And we got uh, Raimi doing Doctor Strange too. Yeah, which I totally dig. I am. I'm on board with that too. Oh, I Scarlett Johansson him. said that he, or uh, what's her name, said that he's awesome. Yeah. Um, Wanda, there. Awesome. Oh yeah. yeah. She oh, said that Elizabeth he's totally awesome. awesome. Nice. I love, love, loved. Um, there was this clip that I saw. It was from some award show, and uh, uh, Seth Rogen was sitting there. He's like, "How did we wait this long to find out that Mary Kate and Ashley had a sister?" <laughs> Yeah. And then he's like, it's like, seriously, he's like, she's the best one. <laughs> yeah. And it's like crazy to, yeah. to know that this is the one that, you know what I mean? Well, her yeah. sisters are billionaires. Yeah. Yeah. They're mega successful. Because of the clothing line that they had and everything. Yeah. But the one that turned out to be the most successful actress is the one we never heard of. Yeah, exactly. Right. Uh Oh, now they're on their own personal hell. <laughs> Literally like um, Beetlejuice two is still on the list of movies for uh, Tim Burton directing. Well, even the music, if, if, like I know you can't hear it right now, but the music just had that vibe of when they're, when they're in the underworld and stuff like that, that like boom, 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 boom. Danny. Elfman a lot of the style. shots of this movie make me think of a music video. Oh, absolutely. Like Again, all this like, stuff. 
infinity push-ups. Yeah. So this is like, like this stuff creeped me out as a kid. Like I wasn't afraid of it, but I was just like right, something. Uh, yes, off. yes, it did totally. Everybody looks like Crispin Glover at this table. It looks like a Primus music video. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh God, I remember this was a scene you always talked about when we were kids. Oh my God! Like the, I think this haunted you a special way because oh. you. Both... Oh God, yes! Did it ever? Holy <laughs> Christ! Grandma I like that he's he's his Esquire. own grandma too, right? Yeah, the um. Yeah, whatever version of closed captions I have, I, like it must be from like a different version of this movie because they're getting further and further out. Oh, I still know what's going on. Oh yeah. my lord, <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Man, we have a lot of uh, very similar like things going on in our last two movies. We have time travel. We have characters playing multiple multiple characters. Yeah, it's weird how it worked out that way. Actually, yeah, that's a good yeah. point. That, those hairs <laughs> those hairs are changing my life that bunny looks like it could have been the star of like a horror movie from like this era like right alongside oh my Chucky, god right? yes like yeah there should be an easter bunny movie yeah <laughs> so alex uh winter i didn't realize he became like quite the uh documentary director eh? in a way that's what that's he, what he got into there yeah he directed um, a documentary about uh, Frank Zappa, and he did one called Showbiz Kids, all, Kids, all about like child actors. And he's got one coming out called Mass Effect, which is all about like YouTube, and it's like effect on pop culture and all that kind of stuff. Right. So I ah, think that cool. that sounds pretty cool. And then Keanu, we talked about him recently, just because he's in fucking every. Oh, we talked about him in John Wick that nobody saw. Um, but so we we could do this again without anybody. Um without anybody knowing about it so he does have uh john wick four and five coming up he was in the four and five yeah holy fuck he was in cyberpunk uh 2077 the video game uh matrix four is coming around the corner uh there's a movie i don't know what the fuck they're gonna do with that movie like what the hell i have no idea i had a really good idea for a uh, a version of the matrix i was gonna call it the matrix online and it was about like the kind of like the tenuous relationship between the machines and man and people who are trying to like re re reignite the war because like there's humans who are like you know we're still being enslaved really but then there's people on the uh but then they're like, the, and then there's machines who like, they don't want this piece. They want to have the power that they had before. And I, I had ideas. Just, <laughs> just know that uh, so Kevin guess... James was attached to star in my version. Oh my God. Kevin James, um, it was an Adam Sandler joint. <laughs> Straight to Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know what gets me too about movies like being on Netflix and these streaming services? Yeah. And then they brag about having so many people watching it. It's not the same as going to the fucking movies. No. I pay one premium price to get all the movies. So even watching like Army of the Dead, it's nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. I didn't, you know what I mean? So, so everything's, I don't know, not throwaway, but it does, yeah. and nothing is the same. Well, the only way thing the, that it did, the only way that you can put a value to a movie in a streaming situation would be how many people joined because of your movie 
And you can't really quantify that because there's no like, there's no checkbox going. Why did you join? Oh, to watch like the Snyder cut, like because that was one thing because they were saying uh, somebody had really overshot the uh, the value of that movie. They're like it made the equivalent of six hundred sixty seven million dollars, and they're like based on what? And then they're like, well, this many people joined from like this month to this month. So like, oh, so you're saying that prior to the movie coming out, every single person that joined was just to get the Snyder cut, not like to be there for like all the other HBO content. That's I was literally going to say I was literally going to say the same thing. Like so and so but somebody did a more accurate thing because they had some viewership. Uh, stats. It was a third party thing. They had some viewership stats. And so it actually made closer to like 67 million, which wasn't even the amount of money they got to make the Snyder cut. Well, like I, like I said, like uh, uh, only like one third of the people that started the movie finished it. Yeah. So, so and even I'm sure the that... people. So hopefully that one third was everybody that made a big fucking deal about the Snyder yeah. cut and continue. You know, to. it wasn't because people just say stupid things because there's no accountability. And then the moment yeah. they get the way, they're just like, whatever. Yeah, I won this one. Now it's time to go try and cancel, um, uh, you know, well, just anybody. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Anything. Yeah, because like uh, who somebody just tried to do that with Ellie Kemper because she like like performed at some place or something like that, that ended up having some like shitty things going on. And they're like that. What does that have to do with her? I'm like, how dare you play this place? Because and people are just yeah. over every little thing. What the fuck? Ellie Kemper didn't do nothing to nobody. Like yeah. whoever fucking, I'll fucking rip their yeah. face off. Yeah. Well, that would be like saying like, you know, that'd be like some band playing a, uh, a venue that used to have Jim Crow lot, like Jim Crow segregation. Yeah. Or it whatever, used to. anything. It currently anything. doesn't. Yeah. <clears throat> and they're like, how dare WWE go to Saudi Arabia yeah. when they're like this, yet the company and the country still depends on all their oil. Yeah. And it's like, how dare you go there when their human rights are like this? Are you still yeah. driving your car that is yeah. running on the oil that we got from? Yeah, like you hypocritical piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. You put a put a battery in that in that Ford uh F one fifty and then we'll Yeah. Then we'll talk. I love this a, idea that death is a sore loser. <laughs> the best three to five. Or is it best it's just, five out of seven? Oh, he finally. Uh, <laughs> so good. <laughs> Clue. I get if if you play Clue with like too few players, it's the world's easiest game. Yes, yes, it is. It's like I played like a three player version of Clue and it was like three turns and you got everything figured out. Yeah, you need like six player, like basically you need every player playing that game and they need a million more weapons and stuff. But that's neither here nor there. Um, and we were talking about Keanu uh, and he's got some other stuff coming out. He's got a sh- movie called Rain coming out. I think it's a movie. It might be a show um, where he plays an assassin that makes his victims look like they died of natural causes. And then he's in we uh, he's going to be in the version of Past Midnight with uh, Rick Famuyiwa. Uh, uh, That's a hard one to pronounce, but I believe I got it right. Uh, he's directing that. Famuya. Famuyiwa. He was never this. He must be always oh, standing on the stairs. That's why. Yeah. I was like, fuck, he's way tall. Mm-hmm. That would have been amazing. 
He's like, I didn't know William Sadler was seven foot nine. <laughs> Can't boss me around. Oh, man, this is the best tall. I've seen you. You've been, I can see Todd uh, via webcam, but he's in the dark. Oh, my God, look right up his skirt. Yeah. <laughs> see what Jeff's junk looks like. Yeah. See if that's that what carpets they... match the drapes. Yeah. That's what they did in, uh, what's it called? In uh, Back to the Future, he was looking up. This is like the worst matte painting stuff I've ever seen. Like, like at least when they did this in uh, Mary Poppins, it was on purpose because they were inside a painting. Yeah, see, the, the, at least they could explain yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I love seeing some of that stuff, though. I was watching, uh, it was a thing from Tron. And, oh, no, they, it was also the one from the end of uh, 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark, where they use, like, a matte painting, but it's on glass. And then they put it right in front of the camera, and there's just one little bit that's etched out. So you see the person walking, but it looks like they're in this giant space, but really they're just walking in an empty room. Cool. It's so it's so cool what they used to do. Like, the really, the innovation, I mean, while... Like, I mean, there's great art in CG and being able to do it well and being able to be creative with it and stuff like the the creativity that they had to use to, like, overcome shit back in the day for movies is just like unparalleled. I agree. I think it looked cooler, too. (laughs) I preferred the big, huge painting in the background to it being like a CG. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Depen- like, I like it, that cool shit. Yeah. It all depends, because, I mean, like, if there has to be some form of interaction with the background, then I get it. But, like, otherwise, no. Yeah. How are they not going to hell, back to hell, just specifically for mugging two people on their way to heaven? <laughs> like, they legit just, like, totally jumped two people. It's pretty loose rules. Yeah. They're always really watching. They don't expect anybody to do anything <laughs> in the lobby, so they get away with it. Yeah. There's a boxer. That guy died in the ring. Totally. That's sad as hell. Oh, he's over there in the corner. (laughs) That's sad as hell. Well, I'm just like a celebrity. Who's this going to be? It should be Lou Gossett Jr., but it's not. (laughs) But like, I'm looking around and I'm seeing. Oh my god, it looks kind of like Ving Rhames. Oh my god, it's like Ving Rhames and Carl Weathers mixed together. Ving Weathers. Now, what's um, <laughs> what's bad, though, I'm like looking at all these poor people now and I'm like, how did that person die? Yeah, I have to wait in line. I mean, yeah. geez. Well, and how long like is time? Time would assume you would assume that time is kind of relative in heaven. So are you waiting in line at the same time as people who died like 40 years before you? Because like it feels all like a minute to them maybe that's a good point actually so like i just saw because i saw a guy in the back where like he's got the whole rice patty thing going on is that somebody who was killed in nam yeah so like maybe everybody shows up at the same time even though time is continuing on yeah like time or has here. happened like the past has already happened but you're still here at the same time yeah. as right rice gonna, patty guy there they're gonna walk past the oh, uh, just interstellar right bookcase. There, we're in heaven and we just mugged three people yeah exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> that was way back right isn't it here yeah Here's a question for you. Yes. Okay. So they say that suicide is the number Mm. one sin of all. Yes. It's even bigger than murder because you've been given a body and you have chosen to self-annihilate yourself. Yes. If you were surrounded by zombies, 
there is absolutely no way in hell you are getting away from them. You are going to get bit or ripped apart. You've saved the last bullet for yourself and you blow your fucking brains out. Do you Mm -hmm. get a pass in heaven or no? I would, I would at the very least think you would have a, uh, an argument. Um, I saved life by not becoming a zombie. I saved lives because and I, I would also i would also say that once i become a zombie i'm no yeah. longer in the body's no longer mine anyways yes right yeah. so the abomination that i become is nothing of god yeah so He's if a- i blew my brains out i'd be like come on saint peter what the fuck yeah let me in yeah. That's when you get to that tea party song. I said, no, Peter, yeah, no, listen, exactly Peter, come on, Peter. <laughs> I just, that's hilarious. Uh, I just listened to him not, not long ago. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now, how much do you like the idea that God, I need your help to wrong a right. And we need your help to build something to, you know, uh, vanquish the evil robot us's. And he just brings him a weird monster who's going to build him a piece of shit robot. (laughs) He's bringing them to somewhere that can help. Is that a Tron data disc? (laughs) No, it's a laser disc of the movie Tron. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I just feel like when he got that, he should have just looked up like, whoa, God, this is frightfully unhelpful. (laughs) I like how he's dressed like Hunter Thompson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what does he say there? He said, I'm sorry, they Melvined me. <laughs> if, now, here's a question to the people who are listening and watching and stuff like that. See, they're still fucking up their lives. Why? They've Mission accomplished. Go home. Oh, yeah, they sent really the, trying to ruin oh, them. They sent the time machine back, though. There's no going back, but you would think that they would just... They're supposed to just really, you know, if they're going to be the, <laughs> if they're going to be like the saviors, they're really putting them through the ringer here, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh cool. That is a very, very poor effect. <laughs> I feel for like $20 million that they really kind of cheaped out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, $20 million in like 1990 money. Like, like, yeah, I'm like, you know, like there, there are lower budget movies or like movies that require less that it costs more nowadays. Yeah. That one, that (laughs) one looked a little bit better for total headbangers. That's the other thing. It's like, what, what are they really into? Cause like most of what they like is like classic rock and they, they keep, but they sort of play metal. And no, they, but they had a Faith No More poster in the back. It's probably just yeah. fans of rock. Yeah. We just like long hair and guitars. Incoming message from the big giant head. <laughs> I love. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, third rock is a show that I miss. It was so corny and so dumb, but it made me laugh. I know it was so good, though. It was it so was just, like over the top and like it was per- and it was per- ruled. It was it was just performed well like that too. Like they did such a good job. I'm sad now. 
And I'm starting I'm to feel sad like now. I'm starting to feel like the Mel Brooks uh, um, Spaceballs commentary. There goes the boxer. I saw the boxer. What was he holding? It looked like he was holding like a lead pipe. And what was weird was before the scene, like just oh, there they are. Yeah. So they before been... the scene, there was like an Asian guy in like a rice hat who was grabbing another Asian person, and they were like backing up. Yeah. Like frightfully, like, oh God, what is happening? Maybe they saw station. They don't fucking know. This is Benjamin Franklin, but if you look on the left, it's Chef Boyardee. Oh. <laughs> Einstein. They're all yakking with station, eh? Yeah. So station must be dead. Yeah, station is, I believe he's described as an interdimensional being. Oh, so they can show up here and just party mm-hmm. with people, right? Yeah. But my favorite little piece of news <laughs> station was a mistake. They, the only reason that they're called station and why everybody yells station is the two guys just punch drunk from like, a, like an all nighter writing. They went back to like reread what they wrote and they just, they just typoed the word station in the middle of nowhere. So they, and they just found that very funny. So they named him <laughs> station and then they just, and then they, they made everybody yell station. Cause like, it's probably, you know, that thing where you're just like, again, like I said, they're kind of punch drunk. They're just in there. They just probably thought it was the funniest thing on the planet. Like tears coming down their eyes and they just like look across at each other and be like station. Yeah. <laughs> just more. Like when we had the our teacher and we uh, and we imagined her turning around and just going like, and being like <laughs> it's stupid. It was utterly stupid, but it made us laugh to the point where we were removed from the room. <laughs> it was the best ways to be removed from room. Oh God, it was the only way we got removed from room. <laughs> Consistently, look at station. I can move it, buddy. So, uh, Station, I've got the actors here. They're very important actors in the uh, Miscast Commentary universe. Uh, one of them played by Ed Gale, who played Howard the Dunk, uh, Howard the Duck. Oh, my God. Also played a dink in Spaceballs. Oh, my God. Was also in Phantasm 2 as one of those oh creatures. Oh, my God. Was called Future Dinks. Yep. Was, uh, was the Chucky double in Child's Play. Holy fuck. He was also in Our Brother, Where Art Thou? and in Tiptoes, the famous little person movie. Tiptoes? Have you never heard of that movie? I must have. It stars... Two did a blaze and then Tiptoes, man. No, Tiptoes, though, this one is infamous. Tiptoes, it stars... It's got, like, a killer cast. It stars Matthew McConaughey, and then Gary Oldman is his twin brother, but Gary Oldman is a little person. Really? And literally, like, he's most of the time just, like, on his knees or, like, whatever, right? Like, dwarf. And it's really, really bad. But, like, every little person who works, like, Peter Dinklage is in this movie. Uh, Bridget the Midget is in this movie. Like, every person is in this movie. And it is bananas. And, again, her name is escaping me from uh, Underworld and serendipity and Kate Blanchett Kate no, no Kate, Beckinsale. Kate Beckinsale Kate Beckinsale is um does she play uh, a little person no she she is Matthew McConaughey's girlfriend in the movie and they Did have you say it's Gary Oldman Gary Oldman plays the go I'll, I'll play you the trailer after it is have you seen this movie I have seen this movie it is something else oh my god I have to watch this now I gotta catch up it is 
It is next level craziness. Uh, oh my god, I should totally see yeah. this one. I can't believe I never yeah. heard of it. <laughs> Peter Dinklage plays a French <clears throat> Marxist. He says, I am a Marxist and I am French. Where's my baguette? Like it's so just what the like, hell's the movie about though? It's just about um it, it mainly follows around the relationship between Matthew McConaughey and his brother because he's you know normal sized and Matthew and then Gary Oldman's a little person. His parents Why are also they? his parents are also little people. Why there's no answer to why wouldn't they? It's not even a question you should ask yourself because you'll just get a headache. Like yeah, it's I just such... mean, like, why wouldn't they like actually hire a little person to play that role? That instead of getting it... instead of getting Gary Oldman to do, do his get his door on. Well, and on top of that, you have Peter Dinklage, who's been nominated for an Oscar. Yeah, like... Been, like he he's in like he's a very successful little person. He's the most successful little person. Actor. I wonder because he's in uh toxic the Toxic Avenger remake. Yes. I wonder if he's playing Toxie. I think he is. That's amazing. But um, but yeah, this movie. So basically it, sur- it surrounds their relationship and then Matthew McConaughey and Kate Beck- Beckinsale's relationship. And then also the concern of if they were to have a, ba- a baby, he was concerned that they would be little people because it's in his genes. And I love they the love like sick that. abs that they gave the guys. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> like, like it's it's almost like in like loaded weapon or something like that when it's like Emilio Estevez takes off his shirt and it goes low and he's got like ripped abs <laughs> and it's black right it's like a black yeah. guy's abs yeah I know they did that in Naked Gun as well and she like that, rubs her oh, hand down his chest he's like it's, super ripped it's such a Zucker esque joke so it's always <laughs> one of those things um. <clears throat> But yeah, so anyways, that's basically the crux of the movie. And there's a lot of little people things going on. They go to some little people awards and then you you find out at the end. So she's pregnant. So he gets all concerned about that. And I don't want to give away the ending because it is a fucked up ending. (laughs) It is. It's wonderful. It is wonderful. What did you say the name Um, of it was again? Tiptoes. Tiptoes. And then the other, so anyways, so that all fell off of our first for Ed Gale as one of station. The other station is played by Arturo Gill, also a dink in Spaceballs. He was Windy Winston in Garbage Pail Kids. Oh my God. He was also featured in Leprechaun 2, Ghoulies 4, and was in Passions for a number of episodes. Oh, maybe he played the little doll. I guess. Because there was a little possessed doll. That's fucking nuts. In passions. I feel so bad for little because it's like every little people job. Like I was watching uh, my daughter was watching like a Disney um, a Disney Channel show and it was uh, a Christmas episode. And it was the only little person in there was playing an elf in like a like a mall prison. In a mall prison. Like it was like the weirdest thing. And I'm just like, come on. Like, like that's why I liked so much. Well, except that they had to make jokes about it. But like, I remember when I was watching uh, (laughs) Elf the first time and Peter Dinklage is the big successful, like children's novelist. And I was like, oh, awesome. Like, that's cool. And then it was just so he could make elf jokes. And I was like, ah, shit. This is, this is weird. Is this technically then? Right. Yeah. A lot of movies didn't treat them 
you know, like derogatory or whatever. They just need little guys to play little guys. Like, honestly, yeah, no, that's fair enough. And I'm fine with those ones. But I feel like the only two people that just kind of like leave out the fact that they were like, like just kind of ignore the fact that they were little people altogether were Seinfeld and me, myself and Irene. Yeah, or they just don't even mention it because why? It's right? Just, what yeah, brand? it's just who gives a shit. He's just a person. Yep. You know, and that's like I I feel like as a director, I was like I feel like I would go out of my way to like hire. I I would do a few things. I would make sure to include in my uh, casting notes that like unless it was really necessary, <gasps> that race like d- there's no limitations on race or sex or anything like that is like this person is this and is like you can go it could be anybody if you feel like you could do this role come and try out fucking hey man because like that kills fucking me right like, on <laughs> like you see casting calls even like for things it's like oh the friend we're looking for a white male age 34 to 38 uh you know with this kind of build and whatever why did it have to be a white male it's not like it's a exactly. historical thing like if it's a, something like historical then I, of course, like, it's like, okay, you're not going to like be like, Oh, if I'll take, I'll take an Asian guy to play Malcolm X. Sure. Why I, not? Fuck it. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. But like, and here's another thing. So they became station. The two stations become the one station. Did that make him a better builder? Would they have not been more efficient if there were two of them? Yeah, but he's big. So we can make him taller and yeah. But it's laying down, though. I don't feel I don't feel like height is any limit. They're in a van where you couldn't stand up anyways. He's sitting. <laughs> but again, like, look at the like, these things are garbage compared to the other. Versions. No, they're not. They're fucking awesome. Like, they would be fun to see and stuff. But I mean, like, look at the other versions of the evil robot us's like they were beautiful. I mean, look at what stations got to work with here. He's using yeah. shit from a 19 whatever year they're in home hardware i'm sure if he could have went to the future like buddy bad guy there he could have found all the gear to make a super killer robot todd argument one you just (laughs) you 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 crushed that argument (laughs) i don't have a leg to stand on after that statement so you you go ahead look at that we need evil robot us's we are the evil robot asses. Oh, that's what we learn in the end. That we're <laughs> like Bart when they find out that Bart is the uh-huh. is the evil oh. twin, and they've been locking the other one up in the attic. <laughs> that was Ed Solomon and Chris Matheson again. I like that everybody is tuning in. This is like uh, this is uh, the <laughs> kind of self um, the self absorbedness of the of movies. Like when you were talking about we were talking about Karate Kid, when it was like the All Valley Karate Tournament. Everybody knows about this in the <laughs> yeah, entire city. It's like team. the yeah, the, whole the town. San the San Dimas Battle of the Bands. People from all over the world <laughs> are tuning in. Pam Greer looks so much like Vanity from uh, the Last Dragon in her outfit in this. I always like Pam Greer. She's fucking Pam hot. Greer is great. Another person who doesn't get nearly enough stuff. She probably works more than I know, but she's not in stuff that I know about. Right. It felt like it was like a big gap between Jackie Brown and Bless This Mess, but I'm sure there was more. But she deserves oh, I'm sure better. She's probably got lots of shit. This is probably the same uh, uh, arena. There's Primus right there. Yep. That's actually hilarious that you bring that up. I didn't even remember they were there. Yep. That's Primus right there. I'm sure Primus, <laughs> and they're going to lose too. <laughs> well, yeah. I get it. That's probably the same. It looks like the same place as it was there 
school presentation. It's probably Actually, the same. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah. It looks like the same arena or the same, you know. I like that they are in the Scooby Van. How many people did the the Simcoe uh, theater hold? Like five hundred or something? It was about five hundred. Yeah, I think I think it was. I actually big. I think it was exactly five twenty five. Five twenty five. I I I don't know why that number is sticking out to me, but I I feel like I asked too many times, and then somebody was like, "For fuck's sake, it's five twenty five. <laughs> that, that's how I feel. I have that information. Oh my god! You just reminded me of my my show. I think we should come out with. Yes, it's called uh, Todd Cesare, a uh, dog yeller, <laughs> and uh, it's got to have a really long intro, like ridiculously long. And every episode, look at that ass. Every yeah, that nice episode, ass. every episode is exactly the same. I'm like, hey, dog, and the crow, and I'm like, fucking dog bit me, fuck, and then the yeah. credits roll. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole show every time. So- it's basically like the ginger dead man. It's all credits with very yeah. little meat. Yeah, exactly. Oh. And then I'm like, fucking dog. And then the guy's like, oh, I don't understand. It was the nicest dog until you walked over. Credits Speaking roll. of dogs. Oh, my God. Here's my dog. Like, oh, there you are. She's oh, hurt herself. Leia. She has a little Leia, sore on her side. Can you hear? Let's hear. Talk oh, Leia. Oh, my baby. Oh, she does there's not my... give a shit. Oh, I gotta put it. Oh, for me. Find me. There we go. That was too much. I'll just let her finish her the movie. Out that little rat is. It's my puppy. He's a click of crud. Climb down the toilet. A dog that gets yelled at all the time. This one. Oh, because she's so cute. She no, it's because she consistently goes and she shits exactly where I put my feet when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> so every morning I have to like peek over and like, did you shit here? And it's almost What's always. That about? Yes. She's probably cleaning up the funk of your feet. She hates me. She's you probably me? like, he, yeah, she's yeah. probably like, it smells so bad here where your feet hit every day that I'm just gonna shit to cover yeah. it over. Yeah. They're dirty, stinky dog shit. The dog probably shits. This the dog shits are probably smaller than the cat's shit. For fuck's sakes. They're pretty much on par. <laughs> I've I cleaned the cat's shit once. Yeah, once. I like that everybody just thinks that this is all this whole thing is a big theatrical like th- like thing like man I can't believe they made all these robots and- I know exactly it's kind of like when that tiger attacked Siegfried or Roy they're like fall <laughs> part of the show people and he's like <laughs> ripping his head off and also why did they have to be remote control it's only the way to do it bud hey, we may have met our match <laughs> see you later Bill uh, and Ted the one thing I do like they're very good losers yeah. they're like oh looks like this is it for us <laughs> uh, I like to have buttons specifically for exploding the evil robot us's oh yeah the crowd's loving it they're like this is better <laughs> than their performance last year yeah and plus the new one, it didn't take place in this arena. Like, well, the last, you know, it should have been here. Yes. It ended up taking place on the highway. <laughs> I would have been cool if, like, maybe the daughters, like, went back in time or something like that and actually gave them the song that they played or whatever. 
or did like it, that would have like to go back and then have like the the de-aged version or something like that. I don't know. I'm just they should have maybe they, maybe they have to go back and get their parents too. Like they miss their family. They got to go back to medieval, you know. Mm-hmm. Denomalos oh. is back. Man, he's got this hammer man pants on. He does look like a man who was tricked into being in this movie. <laughs> like he really does. He's like, I'm going to do the job and I'm going to do it properly. But he's like, for God's sakes, he's like, I thought you were talking about like, you know, Prince William and King Theodore. And I was doing like this period piece. Cause they truly did oh, have a bogus journey because of the plague. <laughs> oh no. Oh, He's going to broadcast it everywhere. Basically, this exact same thing happens in oh. Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, my God. What a terrible movie, eh? But you know what, though? I'm actually very thankful that you saw it so much sooner than me because it put a, such a low bar on it that I enjoyed my time watching it. Oh, like I didn't I, like I was like, it wasn't a good movie, but I was like, yeah, it was fun. Whatever. Like they just show this random so scene where like maybe Williams. There's William Sadler, and that's his actual wife and daughter in that scene. Oh, no way. But she's actually British, and so he just threw on a British accent so they could be worldly. Oh, Anyway, cool. sorry, what were you saying? We were talking about World well, War Woman 2. Oh, yeah, just like, she's like the worst friend in the world. Yeah. Just like, her boyfriend shows up, and she forgets all about her friend Kristen Wiig, who yes. would be the night before was almost raped or murdered in the park. Mm-hmm. And then she is like a totally different person. And she's just like, whatever. My boyfriend's back. I don't care. Yeah. She was way too like, there's something called the Bechdel test, which is all about like, you know, like measuring whether or not a movie has like feminist qualities. And one of the big things is like, do the main characters like worry about men through the whole thing? Like, are they right. like defined by the men in their lives? And I was like, I was like this movie. Well, both of them really, she totally is. Oh yeah, I love I love this. This is such a lazy yet fun. Right, we already uh, went back. Thing. We haven't set up a cage. We just got to remember to do that. Oh yeah, well uh-huh. I knew you were gonna do that, and then I did this. Yeah, in fact, Plus the movie went... didn't have any action, and there was no payoff with Kristen Wiig. I really thought we yes. were gonna see her in full real makeup as Cheetah, but it was like you, so lame. Yeah, you you see it in what whatever that was for a second. It would have been better if you would have seen her in like cats CG. And they didn't like, even like explain how Diana like had like when she was like, I want to be like Diana. She yeah. took some of Diana's power. Yes. Because there's well, a scene no. where Diana's trying to rip a lock off the door and she can't really do it. And no. then she just kind of looks at Steve and that's it. They never she never says, oh, my God, she, my power has gone or no, this or that, that or like that was explained fully. Uh, she didn't take power from Diana. She just got similar power to Diana. But you lose when you're given something, you lose something. So when D- Diana got Steve back, she lost her power. Oh, I was probably and, too busy trying to kill myself to even yeah. understand what happened. And when Kristen Wiig got her power, she lost her humanity. That's when she started being less of a like, like she, you know, start being less of a nice person. Like they kind of showed that when she was like shitty to the homeless guy that she was nice to her. No, I know, but it's funny too. When it's like, then she's at work the next day and she's a completely different person. And Diane is just like, whatever, my boyfriend's back. Yeah. Yeah, I am concerned about nothing because I got what I need. And he he said, he, uh, buddy there, Chris Pine said in, uh, in an interview that that scene with him, like you can tell, like 
the the cars are all it's a big car scene yeah and she starts pushing the one car that like went sideways yeah and steve trevor's car smashes in the back of another car and he starts to get out of the car and be on the roof and then it just ends yeah and then in the real movie he said the action scene is way way longer where he jumps out of the car and he's on top of this car and jumping and she's doing this and and they just got the whole thing pam greer was rufus all along oh my god (laughs) every good black woman has a white man underneath what are they trying to say here or has a white man inside her Oh, or wants to. Right? Well, that's that could be like a that that could still be a pretty negative thing if you go back enough, far enough in time. Yep. <clears throat> Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> I love Did that. They even like, rock? Are they even gonna play they're, or what? They're getting ready to play. I there like that. Go. This is like they're intro uh this is they've just decided now station is part of the band as is uh death See, why weren't they there like they went and got death why didn't they go get station yeah they should have got i think that like i i wouldn't want station in the whole movie but they should have had not the something. whole movie but right in the end yeah. station shows up but you have station or you have to use station at some point like in the middle of the movie like i don't know because all the they all that movie certain, was made for was for fan need, service, right? Oh, here comes ZZ Top. Yeah, I they know. need uh, or oh, ZZ them. Sorry, they they made babies. And if this is the team right here, this is what they should have went and become. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. In the well, third but, one. Yeah. Well, that's I would have liked that, but yeah, the whole idea was the idea that they like everything that happened in the, um. Yeah in like the newspaper montage that's about to happen happens because they break up like you know like death goes solo and right so so all those things happen and they basically just like they um they just coasted on their one hit for so long then and but it wasn't the hit that like was supposed to change the world every good awesome rock band has two bongo players right (laughs) on one bongo i feel like the only I feel like the only bongo uh, band with bongo players that was successful was the Beach Boys. And that John bongo Stamos. player. Yeah, I was gonna say, that bongo player was John Stamos. Uh-oh. That's something they added in. Um, I watched the Lifetime, uh, like unauthorized true story of Full House. And John Stamos, the guy <laughs> playing John Stamos, he was talking to the other cast. He's like, yeah, the Beach Boys met, let me play with them sometimes. The yeah, fucking guy. Eh? <laughs> I like they that. That's move, his bud. his weird little like show toony rap. <laughs> you rock on with your bad self. <clears throat> Death, everyone. <laughs> yep, a nice Whoop. stand, a nice stand up bass for a cool rock band. And you know, you can think like, where the hell? But I mean, he's got a lot of time on his hands <laughs> at death, so he could have totally learned a bunch of instruments. Yeah. You know what kills me too is um the ego stroke this must have been for Kiss. Because like the song that gets played it's called it's called God Gave Rock and Roll to You. And well the beginning part isn't, but then like when it goes through the montage, that's Kiss. And I just picture them being sold on it like your your song is the song that brings humanity together. And I just like I picture that's exactly what Gene Simmons needed to say yes. <laughs> Uh, I think they should have went the route. 
they should have went the route of uh, Tenacious D. You know how they have the the uh, song, like the tribute to the greatest song in the world, but the song yes. that they're singing isn't that song. They're just talking <laughs> about that song. <laughs> yeah. The the song that we played isn't anything like this song. <laughs> so they're just the robots are just dancers like station. You yeah, they're the backup dancers. They were basically remote controlled by these guys. The dancing too by the other people. Like oh my god. Everybody looking at this guy. Yeah. Was they were they from France? Like this guy is. Yeah. Some old Frenchman sitting there watching yeah. fucking. Oh I love God, it even so, like the poor Russians. I love it so much because you can see like the way that Keanu's playing the guitar. He's fully in dog star right now. Like that's if you watch any like look up any dog star photo, that's just him right there. That's the right way he down wears to the, facial the guitar hair. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because he wears it low and he's. Yeah, see, like this, you can't hear it, but this is this is kiss right now. Oh, God. I, I, it actually like it makes me sick to my stomach that they like that <laughs> makes me sick to my stomach. Like I legitimately believe that like they, like they they probably still think about this and they're like, remember how we changed the world? And then like when three came out, they didn't like it, but not for the same reasons that we didn't like it. They didn't like right. it because it like undid their song as the song that changed the world. It became like it was just a hit. They're like, no, our songs are bigger than hits. Like, it already seems like they're doing pretty well because, like, the whole world was dancing to that song. Mm -hmm. Well, and that's the thing. And it's like, so, so they like, do all, out this of all this success. They never wrote the song that was supposed to unite the universe. Yeah, they just they got a big hit, just not the big hit. So oh, yeah, they even like they talk a about, lot of big hits. Yeah. In the third movie, they talk See, about like how they played the Chief. Grand Canyon. Yeah. In well, because East. this one. This one didn't account for a third movie ever being made. See, I yeah. I think like the <laughs> the kids being not involved or I mean like them not being involved in the song really undoes the other two movies. <laughs> you see the thing there? Yeah. It says the Reaper wins the Indy 500 and the quote underneath says I didn't know I could run that fast. <laughs> I know. So good. <laughs> you know what's hilarious too because this was probably such like an afterthought of like we should do like some kind of like you know like montage thing and so like most like the actors and stuff probably didn't even see any of this shit Denali oh to wed Missy. Missy like that would be in the paper right like... of course it would. and I like that it's also Missy I like this uh -oh. <laughs> rumored split the Dow drops 600 points oh fuck now the world's going to shit. Ah, uh, the wild stallions. Oh, split a hoax down to record high. Mm -hmm. Bill and Ted, the movie. No way. <laughs> Wait a minute. Are you saying way? We have nothing bad to say about them. <laughs> oh, no. Uh -oh. That must have been like really wow. fresh off of the. Whoa. Uh, did yeah. you see what he just said there? The, all the air guitar riffs were by Steve Vai. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, every so no, every I, time they do like I the, did yeah. know that. I did know that, actually. That was part That's of my... That's fucking hilarious. What the fuck? That's great. <clears throat> oh, there it is. The Taj Mahal of movies, baby. That's basically it. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Why did it just say Taj Mahal for no reason? Oh, fuck. Just... I'm at like 5%. I gotta fucking plug my phone in. Oh, shit. My phone literally just died. Fuck. Uh... Man, I ate my dinner and everything, but Jesus, I'm hungry again. So am I, but I have, I, I am on the on. It's only dinner time for me now. Oh, fuck. Like, like I said, I ordered those wings and that garlic bread. It was super good, but gee, I might have to dip in some more of that action. I need garlic bread so goddamn bad. <laughs> like, really bad. Like, I want to stop. Like, I want to stop talking about anything else that's not garlic bread. <laughs> that's not garlic bread related. Yeah. All right. Woo. Whoa. Woo. Wow. This one, I was trying to like look for some. I noticed two like brothers who were like the, the guy was like the paint supervisor and the paint gang boss, but it went by too fast. The paint gang boss. I don't know what that means, but it was. I don't have a fucking clue, but good job on that. Yeah. This was another thing that's part of the 80s that was not part of like any other and like it like it seeped early into the 90s. But they were doing like a song and then it's going to include a lot of clips from the movie. Oh, I love that. Yeah, yeah. Like at the end. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's like this one's like a rock like montage thing. It's like we totally killed Bill and Ted. <laughs> but like they do like rap versions of the same thing and. I think the one that's probably the the best one of all time would have been uh, Prince's Bat Dance. Yes. Batman, yep. I have that on record. Nice. I had the I remember I had the um the single for it, the cassette single. And it was Bat Dance on one side and it was two hundred balloons on the other side. Fucking A man. Good two hundred balloons. Oh yeah, there you go, Primus. There they are. Yeah, I like that too. William Shatner is in the credits. It says James Tiberius Kirk, William Shatner, because oh, he was no in way. a because well, because he was in a shot. Oh, Frank Welker was one of the voices. He was one of the station voices. Frank Welker famously um, is uh, uh, Megatron. It's also the voice oh, no of Santa's way. little. Yeah, also Santa's little helper in uh, The Simpsons. He's the voice of fucking everything, though. That's hilarious. They got him just to go station. He, they do like he's in. When you look up his IMDb, he's got like a thousand things, and there's things he's in where literally all he does is meow, because he was like well, he's one of the most famous like animal sound effect guys too. Like even in like live action movies, it's like we didn't like the way the cat meowed, so like call in Frank because he'll meow the way we want him to. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. I wonder how much you get for a meow. Per meow. I don't know. I work per meow. Nothing I would like more than to have like a really cool voice that like was, you know, that warranted me being a voice actor. No, we need the, the guy to come thing. back for the previews, man. I'm tired of us watching these shitty previews yeah. without Buddy explaining well, the movie to me. Well, he died, so. Well, there's got to be somebody. Well, they had that second guy, but he was the guy who you went to for like straight to video. And then it was yes. never the same. There's good. It's true. It was never the because same. like I because there was a period of time. Like if you actually go back, look, additional lyrics for the Reaper rap were by William Sadler. Fucking he actually right he improv. But anyways, the. um. Oh, God, I got the Reaper written, performed and produced by Steve Vai. Mm hmm. Faith what was no I more. just talking about, though? We just got distracted. No, we didn't. 
Yeah, I did. Because I saw the Reaper rap. That doesn't matter. <laughs> Shit. You know what's going to be so mad, too? Because I'm going to get oh, so mad. Because I'm going to edit this. And then I'll hear me say what I was saying. And then I'm just, and then it's going to be like, shit. Like I, now I know I was going to say, and it was going to be something cool too. I know. I think it was too. You're actually going somewhere there. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> it's probably a lot. Whatever. Right. I like that this movie, which was written by Chris Matheson and Ed Solomon is based on characters created by Chris. Like, was that necessary credit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm just, Fuck everything's fucking now at the end of this one. Yo, right, did you guys. see the new, what's it called open? The new Marvel, uh, Marvel, uh, the whatever, Avengers in Disney Campus. California. It Avengers was pretty cool. Campus. Yeah. I really want to go eat at that, uh, Ant-Man restaurant, the Pym restaurant, because like certain, like big foods are small and small foods are big and like, Oh, cool. Yeah. I can't remember the one. They, um, it was something that's supposed to be like teeny tiny. But like it's the size for like a family of four, or something. Nice. Like that. And it's I'm really it's like a pea, yeah. a giant pea, a giant a yum pea. yum. Yeah. <laughs> mm, eat up, kids. Yeah, I'd be on board. Whatever, as long as it doesn't Ugh. cost me too much. All right, guys, that is it for this episode. We're done. You can see I'm a little sweaty. Ooh. I'm getting I'm, I'm glowing, but because uh, my glowing. my air conditioner's off. All right, so. As always, go to uh, miscastcommentary.com. Email us podcast at miscastcommentary.com. Find us on Twitter at miscastpodcast. I'm at JK. No, at Miscast Joe. Todd's at Miscast Todd. Still making that mistake months later. Um, <laughs> uh, all the other places you can find us Facebook, all those things, uh, all those good spots. If you are on YouTube and watching this video podcast, because we've been doing that lately, if you're interested in that rather than the the audio version uh come on here make sure to subscribe and like all those things smash the like button yeah and hit the bell for, <laughs> like all that good stuff i don't know you feel so corny but the the point is it's it is statistic that if you that you will get more if you ask for them because you just and remind. if you say smash mm-hmm. so if you say smash then you you're getting then people will be like yeah like Mm-hmm. They're going through keyboards like crazy, but keep smashing. Smash it, baby. But, keep smashing uh, those buttons. But yeah, like, like grandpa on the computer, just like chug, chug. <laughs> you're like great. You're like you're putting your hand through the keyboard bot, like Jesus Christ. You got it. But yeah, like and subscribe, and uh, we do this live sometimes as well. So you'll want to join that. We're planning. It's in it's in the far away stages still, but we're planning a twenty four hour live. That's gotta happen eventually. Um, and then if you are listening in podcast land, make sure that you are reviewing us and all those good things that help us get seen by more people. If you find us worthy of such things, we're I worthy. I think if you we're listen, if, worthy too. If you, absolutely sponge worthy if sponge is still a thing also put that down in the comments are sponges a thing <laughs> not like cleaning sponges but like contraceptive yeah. sponges i feel like no maybe in the amish community no because that's not made of wood mm, a wooden sponge eh? wooden spot Ugh. poor things <laughs> poor dears <laughs> Also, also, just by the fact that they all have like twelve kids, I think maybe that the yeah. sponge is probably not yeah. on the table. It's probably not working very well. Yeah, it's a really weird t- 
topic to get on right at the end of this episode, but <laughs> God damn it. We're here. <sighs> All right, guys, that's it for us. Thank you so much. Come back next week and we'll let you know what we're doing following week. I got a sneaking suspicion. We're going to get into some sequels. We'll see. I have a feeling too. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you guys later. Bye. This has been Miscast Commentary with your hosts, Joe Finley and Todd Murray. Executive producer, Joe Finley. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen. Visit www.miscastcommentary.com for all news related to the podcast. Miscast Commentary is a Miscast Media Production.